Welcome to Reflections, the podcast that biblically encourages, equips, and empowers women for apostolic life and service. Here's your host, Dr. Cindy Miller. Well, I'd like to welcome everyone to another episode of Let's Talk. Our episode today is focusing on a research study that I'm currently involved in, and that's called Redefining Beautiful. And on the episode today, I'm going to be bringing you just a glimpse, some small pieces of the current study, and very excited to share it with you. Know also that the topic that we're talking about today, there's going to be more information on that in the article, featured article of Let's Talk in the Reflections magazine. And we've also provided some helpful resources for you that you'll find in the notes section. So check them out at the end of this episode. My name is Cindy Miller, and I'm your host for Let's Talk. And this is a podcast produced by Reflections Magazine. So with me today is a very dear friend. Uh, She's been my friend for a long time. So we don't say old friends, we say longtime friends. Mm -hmm. But it's been 30 plus years uh, that we've been really good friends. But she's also my student at Urshan Graduate School of Theology. And it was in the context of having her as a student, uh, finishing up her graduate program, looking for a capstone project, an internship project to be involved in, that I invited her into the Redefining Beautiful study. And it was just such a great fit for her. I will say that... uh, you have to forgive us. I don't know what day or time of day you're viewing this. We're at the end of not only a long day, but a long week. Not only are we at the end of a long day and a long week, but we have both decided we're going to cough our way through this week. <laughs> and so if we have a little coughing spell, uh, please do not hold it against us and overlook it. Oh, Otherwise, boy. we would never get this podcast episode recorded if you wait until we stop coughing. Nancy, I'm so glad you're here. Oh, cough I'm and so, all. Yes, cough and all. I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, no, it's all good. So I think probably everybody in the world knows who Nancy Granquist is, but uh, why don't you tell that uninformed viewer maybe just a little bit about yourself? What would you like them to know about you? Well, I I have an amazing husband. Yes, you do. (laughs) We've been married 50, well, coming up 54 years here in the next two years. Congratulations. Thank you so much. He's a prince of a man. And uh, well, we've pastored churches. We've traveled the globe. Uh, been an amazing adventure, actually, and and I've loved every moment of that. We have 15 grands and one on the way. Congratulations. Uh, We raised four kids in the San Francisco Bay Area. Um, God was good to us. I always lived in the country. I was a country girl, and I was so sad when when my husband said, "We're, we're going to the San Francisco Bay Area to start a church, but God was good to us. He gave us a, he gave us a farm in the city. So, yeah, and um, actually, we we bought that house before we ever knew that it would be Silicon Valley. We bought a house in Mountain View. God was so good to prepare our future with that. Absolutely. <clears throat> so, um, so at the at the ripe age of almost seventy, um, I, I talked to you, yes. and you said you really should come and go to school. And of course, that was like the. I could not even believe that you suggested. <laughs> I said, I've never written an academic paper in my life. And um, you just encouraged me and said you could do it. And Janet Trout said you can do it. And Carolyn Semino said you could do it. So my, my team of friends said so, that I could do it. And I believed you. And here we are. I have one class after this left. No, you're at the end <clears throat> of it. So obviously you could do it. <laughs> I guess so. 
It's like the little engine. I think I can. I think yes. I can. But mar- remarkable friends and, and a remarkable husband that said, yes, you can do this. And, and I'm so blessed. But in, in the journey, um, I was so concerned about my capstone. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I had several ideas. I'd written several papers that I, I love the themes of the papers, but I just didn't, I wasn't quite sure. And so you and I were talking about it. And you said, Dr. Bernard has uh, requested a project well what well we, what happened is i was because i, I chaired the program that you're in yeah. and i was looking through different papers you had written you'd come in the office and we would talk about your your heart for women of the united yeah. Pentecostal church yeah, international sure, sure. and so in in conversations with others we had been talking about looking at the impact of on apostolic women of what the the standards of the world are around beauty and acceptance and value for women. So we have been talking about that for a while. And then I started reading your papers and looking at at this kind of ongoing theme Mm -hmm. of, I'm very concerned about women. I love them and and they're feeling less than. I remember, and I don't know if, if it was about the time you started here, but I remember through COVID, uh, getting a lot of phone calls, and that's I think that was when my awareness that our precious sisters were really going through this sense of being less than because of what the world was putting on right. them. Right, yeah. And so in working with research <clears throat> and in working with others and getting approvals and all that, um, it was it was in, in a few, a uh, couple of years ago, actually, but but I guess it was really February this year we nailed down. February That's 2023, right. we nailed down the yes. research. Yes. And so for the viewer, this is what we were looking at. So God placed it in my heart, had already been creating this research team with me to explore this North American version of beauty and the impact on women who will say, I'm a daughter of the Lord Jesus Christ, but inside they didn't feel that way and they were living so beneath that identity of yes. who I am in Christ and not knowing even how to claim that identity. Not even. And so the old saying goes, <clears throat> beauty's only skin deep, but apparently that skin deep means a lot to us if beauty's only skin deep. Women also reported, you know, that they're very generous in how they describe beauty in others. You know, they're very generous. You're beautiful. You're yeah. beautiful. They're very yeah, yeah, generous. Yeah but they're not kind to themselves That's and they're true. not generous to themselves. So true. So to give you an example uh, from the research, uh, I may see a picture of a friend and I go, oh, she's so beautiful, but I don't describe her physical features. I don't say, oh, she's so beautiful, her eyes, her smile, she's really thin and or her hair. I'll say, she's so beautiful. And I usually, or other women will say, She's warm. She's loving. She's generous. It's she's true. Subject. So we, we're we're defining beauty by character traits, yes, or those internal qualities. But when you look at a picture of yourself, what do you say? You look at a picture of yourself. What do you say? Oh, my hair, my smile. I, I've gained too much weight. That dress. So when we look at others, it's their character traits. We look at ourselves. We're not so generous, and we evaluate ourselves based on our own physical attractiveness to define beauty. So what we began to discover, and this is where you kind of really came into the study, it wasn't just like, oh, it's so important that you feel beautiful, like, oh, my hair is beautiful, my smile is beautiful. That wasn't it. It was that not only were women not feeling 
are describing themselves or seeing themselves with physical beauty, but they didn't see themselves as beautiful in, in God's eyes or beautiful to others or beautiful in any way. And then that began to impact them as if, because I'm not as physically beautiful as this woman, I'm less than because I don't have these physical traits, then I shouldn't be a leader. I, I shouldn't do any work for God. I should just, you know, hide out somewhere. And so we, we became very concerned about that. What happens as we age and beauty fades or we get scars or a physical illness, you know, requires a different way of moving and walking and being. And so uh, that's where you come in. So now I want you, if you would, to kind of talk about this journey of redefining beautiful along with your capstone and what God gave to you in the middle of your research, because, of course, it's heavily research-based, but then God gave you some oh. ways of thinking. Well, Dr. Miller, thank you so much. What, a, what an awesome privilege to even be here with you on this podcast. But <clears throat> when I, I've always loved women's ministry, and I've always loved the women. Mm -hmm. And my heart... Has gone. I, I wrote a book about health and wholeness a few years ago. Uh, I was just so concerned about the attitude and the perception right. that women have about their lives. Like, well, I'm going to take care of everybody else in the world, but I'm not going to take care of me uh, because I, I don't deserve it. Or, you know, that I, I, in some way, it doesn't count. But so this was one of my big things in my whole life. I, wanted, I wanted to love women so much and help them to understand how important it is for them to love themselves and to see themselves in the light that God sees. As valuable. <clears throat> Great intrinsic value. Mm -hmm. And and so anyway, when you and I talked, and I was so worried about my capstone theme, I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> and, so, and so then you mentioned Redefining Beautiful for Apostolic Women, mm -hmm. uh, Spirit-led, Spirit-filled women. And um, I just, oh, man, I, I was obsessed day and night mm -hmm. researching and looking into it and trying to and I actually came up with some um declarations absolutely that they're uh, so amazing and I love it, it well it was absolutely from the Lord but um and I I know we don't have time and I can't read them all but <clears throat> some of the ones that for redefining beautiful and women or a woman as the image bearer of God that therefore my identity is found within the declaration that I am an overcomer mm -hmm. by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony, that's, that's for women to take their place in the role they are as the image bearer of God. And so I just went through and I just, uh, with the help of the Lord, created my identity is shaped by my creator who loves me and created me with intrinsic value and worth. And I praise you for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. How can, how can women argue with that? Do they even, but they, I don't know they argue with it because they don't even remain aware of it. I don't know if they, women even think about it. Like, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am defined by my creator. Yes. That is so powerful. But yes. how, how can we connect women to that concept? Well, we're sure trying. <laughs> <clears throat> I, I've been doing podcasts and we, you, have, you know, yeah. we were, we started in Australia and, uh, and just connecting with powerful um, apostolic women that that clear they have a clear view of of who they are their identity in Christ right. 
and, and how that God has empowered each one of us as his own beloved. You know, when he said, when he looked at what he's created, he said, he said, well, I created the man, but uh, <clears throat> maybe this woman. No, he didn't say that. When he created woman beside Adam, he said, it's good. It's good. I mean, you, you don't get any better than good. That's it. And, and so our mission in this research and in these podcasts mm -hmm. and how, wherever the Lord decides to take is for us as women to understand, to, to the mask of delusion that has come from our culture and tried to affect us as apostolic women. The lies that the we've lies. believed, bought into. Yes, and, and I really believe that those lies have tried to silence mm -hmm. the voice of the apostolic women and make us feel maybe less than, but that's not true because Colossians, we, we did your podcast mm -hmm. when we talked about, no, we are complete in him. I am enough because I know the Lord Jesus Christ. And we shouldn't be intimidated when we're in a room full of women who are not like us, instead of feeling intimidated, we have to remember who we are in him. That's the truth. And that he He is the source and we are enough in him. So hard to remember, though, at times, you know, it's really a, a, a transformation of thinking. It is. It is. It's new. It's mm -hmm. a new. I think it's a rebirth mm -hmm. of understanding who we are in him. And that our identity is is not in any way placed with titles no. or things we've done. Not our education. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or or maybe things that we feel like we should have. It's that's not our identity. No, it's not. It, it doesn't no, it doesn't relate. We our identity is found in who we are in Jesus Christ. And all these other pieces, it may it may inform ways we work for him and expressions yes, of our yes. love for him but it is not that that's so limiting to think if it's just a title or a role how limited we would be because when that title's gone that role is gone that's it what's left yeah and you know some of the some of the people my age it they they've been pastor's wives or they've had a big career or whatever and then the, then there's a day that says okay well that's not who who I am doing anymore yep. well that really was never my identity anyway. That's, that's where I, like as a pastor's wife or whatever, that's the role that I, that I was fulfilling. But my identity is found in being the beautiful woman, image bearer of God. Image bearer of God. So how do you think we can start, the viewer, the woman that's watching or listening right now, what would be a first step for her to move from, evaluating her beauty based on what her hair looks like today or her or the number on the scale or whatever is you know making her feel less than how, how do you take a baby step away from those those ways of defining yourself and say i want to move closer to god's version of who i am i i think it's critically important that we understand we belong to god first mm -hmm. and our identity comes from the sovereign will of loving him. Our significance comes from the purpose and the meaning of who we are in him. So, that, so one, one bad hair day, one, uh, one ugly picture or whatever, you know, that's not who I am. Oh no. To really be able to say, that's not who I am. I am a daughter of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I think it's significant to say 
Sister Miller, right here, that God put us, 2023, at this moment in time in history, because he knew he would need women that would be empowered to live in a world, a chaotic world, when, when there is no black and white, everything is gray. There is no absolutes. But for us as apostolic women to say there, there are absolutes, oh, yes, we are living by the word of, his, of the Bible. And out of that, we are thriving and flourishing in so much darkness. But I feel like as apostolic women, we have become the light. Yes, absolutely. Like we are a light in this culture, because we are free, not bound by cultural, you know, uh, limitations. Yeah, yeah, and and these voices, this these illusional voices that say, unless you're this, you're not enough. That's not true. Not in Christ. Not in Christ. And it has to be something that gets a hold of our spirit, because, I mean, I don't. When I say these are last days, I don't know that it's today he's coming or next week or next month. But we're in a time that people. The whole world needs strong men and women to step forward. Yes. But as long as we feel less than, we feel that we're not valuable, we've talked ourselves into it, we're not valuable, we have nothing to offer because of these lies, uh, then we're going to just be intimidated, yes. we're going to stay in the shadows. Yes. And now is the time for women to step forward and take their place in the kingdom of God. Absolutely. Not as like, oh, we're bigger, better, we're, we're brighter, but to... In Christ, in Christ, I find my strength. In Christ, I know who I am. And because of that, then I can operate according to his will. We have to. We have to destroy the lies of Satan. Absolutely. Because God has appointed us for this day. And I'm encouraged, as I've been doing these podcasts, mm -hmm. some of the young women that I have been on these podcasts with, they are absolutely leading in powerful ways where they are at influencing, I mean, they are influencing nations in, in the jobs that God has assigned. How is that happening? Because they've stepped up. Yes. They've said, I'm whole in Jesus Christ. I'm not going to be influenced or intimidated by the voices of the culture today. Like Daniel, he worshiped three times a day. He said, I don't care what the king has commanded. I'm worshiping my one true God. He would not be intimidated. And I think we, as the apostolic women of today, we can step up and say, oh, I have a place that yes, God has anointed for me to stand, and I'm going to do it with all my might. I love that. I love it. And that's what we're going to have to do. And that's what we're hoping is happening. I hope when you're listening to this and you're hearing it, to understand it's not out of arrogance we're redefining no, the beautiful, but goodness. what happens as long as we feel that we're not enough, we're less than, then we'll never take the place that God intended for us to place in his kingdom to be the women he called us to be. And, and that's what we want to encourage you. You have a place. You are beautiful according to his yes. definition, not the world, and you're important to the kingdom of God. Well, we're almost out of time, so any last well, thoughts, last I words? I would say, let the sound of our anthem be raised throughout the ages to come, the days to come. We are women, and God has defined our place. We are beautiful by God's perfect design. By his perfect design. 
Well, we're looking forward to bringing you just a little bit more on Redefining Beautiful. So make sure you join us uh, next month for the uh, next podcast where we talk more about Redefining Beautiful. Uh, I want you to subscribe to Reflections Magazine. If you have not already, do so now. Because uh, Let's Talk is going to provide you with more information and resources. So go to that. And I want to remind you that there's some great resources in the notes section that's based on what we've talked about today. So check it out. And please make sure that you like, comment, love, share, subscribe, whatever there is to do to our channel. And don't wait. Do it now. Thank you so much. And Nancy, my sweet friend, thank you for sharing just this little smidge when the, when the capstone is finalized and it's uh, in printed copy. You know, we'll, we'll let you know, make it available. So until next time, the Lord bless you. We'll see you then.